Personal branding is the focus again in this episode when I talk to John Cordray. In five short months, John has built a personal brand and an international audience using social media and live video streaming. Listen to how John used Periscope to establish himself as the Calm Expert, which led to a speaking invitation at the recent Periscope Summit in San Francisco. Also listen to John's tips on how to keep your business life stress-free and super productive. That's all right here in episode 76 of the Marketing, Protection and Finance podcast. Welcome. You're listening to the podcast for financial services professionals looking to share business ideas and inspiration in the world of marketing, protection and finance. So let's get on with the show and here's your host, Roger Edwards. Welcome folks to the Empath Podcast. Whether you're listening to this in the car, on the train, on a plane, on a ship or on a tram, thank you so much for downloading or streaming this episode and giving me and my guests some of your precious time. As the lady said, I'm your host, Roger Edwards, a marketing guy from Edinburgh, helping you with your marketing strategy, content and social media. I'm really, really excited about this episode. Occasionally, I like to do something a little bit different on the podcast. You may remember back in episode 54, for example, I talked to Phil Lowe's about health tips to keep you fit during your business day. This week, we return to personal branding, a popular topic on the Empath podcast, but this time with a twist. My guest is a therapist who specialises in advising people how to stay stress-free in their busy business lives. And he's recently used live streaming video app Periscope to build his personal brand as the calm expert and create a huge international audience. Now, you might wonder how on earth I came across John Cordray. Well, you know that working for yourself, particularly if you are used to working in a big company, can be quite lonely. You lack the social interaction you have in a company environment, and you also don't have someone close by to hold you accountable for your goals and ambitions. Six months ago, I joined a mastermind community called Youpreneur, and I'll include links to this in the show notes. It's run by British serial entrepreneur Chris Ducker. A mastermind community effectively gives you that accountability and the social interaction that's missing, albeit in an online and social media environment. It would take more than the few minutes I have at the start of this podcast to describe how much I've gained from being part of this community, so more on that in another episode. It was here at Youpreneur that I met John Cordray. We chatted on social media, we chatted on the Youpreneur forums and eventually on Skype. John's story is fascinating and just goes to prove that hard work combined with digital technology can be a powerful combination. Anyone with the ambition and determination can use social media and content marketing to create an international audience and build an enviable personal brand. John is a licensed therapist and counsellor from St. Louis in the United States. The host of the John Cordray Show podcast, he helps people cope with stress and mental health issues. So let's get into that interview right here on the Marketing, Protection and Finance podcast. So John, welcome to the Empath podcast. Roger, I am so excited about coming on here and meeting you and then talking to your audience. It is my privilege to be able to come on here. So thank you so much. It's absolutely my pleasure as well, John. So just tell me, where are we Skyping each other from? Obviously, I'm in Edinburgh, UK, and you're in the States. 
Yes, I'm in St. Louis, Missouri, which is right in the heart of the United States, so right in the center. And of course, a lot of people listening to the podcast at this moment in time saying, Roger, what are you doing talking to somebody from St. Louis? This is a marketing protection and finance podcast. And from time to time, I do like to have a little bit of a different episode. And some of you may remember back to episode 54 when I talked to Phil Lowe's from Shanghai, and he gave us... 10 tips on how to stay healthy if you work in an office-bound environment. And I'm always looking out for really interesting people from around the world to talk to who've got either interesting business models or they've got interesting careers, interesting campaigns, or just something interesting to talk about. And John Cordray is somebody I wanted to get on the podcast to talk about personal branding, but also how to stay stress-free in a working environment. But before we get into that, maybe tell everyone who's listening to the podcast today a little bit about yourself, where you came from, where you're going, what your ambitions are, and, and basically what makes John Cordray tick. <laughs> that is a deep question. Do we have time for that? You've got all the time in the world. Yeah. So, okay. So I'm a therapist and I own my private practice. I've been doing my private practice work for six years. And so I have that entrepreneur spirit and I've always wanted to do or how to figure out how do I go online? How do I start a business? And it was probably about this time last year, right at the beginning of the year, I started to listen then to these other men who were online and really seemed to know what they were doing. People like Pat Flynn, John Lee Dumas, and then getting to know them, I got to know Chris Ducker. And with Chris Ducker, that's how you and I met, Roger, through Youpreneur. Yeah. And so for me as a therapist, I have an office. People come see me. It's a, like a brick and mortar office. And I, I don't, I see maybe 20 to 30 people a week in my office. But one day, as I was listening to these guys that are online entrepreneurs, I started to question and ask the questions, what if, what if as a therapist, what if I could go online as well and maybe I would start to help more people than I could in my office during the week. And so I, I learned everything that I could. So my, for me, if I get interested in something, I'm going to do research. I'm right. going to go to the right people learn from them, ask them questions, listen to them, to their podcast. And so I did that after a few months, I decided to launch my first podcast and I didn't know what to name it. So I just named it the John Cordray show. <laughs> I thought long and hard on that. But so it was kind of an experiment, actually, because I didn't know I, the, the podcast that I was listening to were how to really get your name out there or how to make money online, how to launch a business. But for me, it was a little different because I wasn't my passion wasn't necessarily going to try to help people start a business or or um be an entrepreneur, it was helping people with stress, helping people with anxiety or with anger or with uh, a phobia of some sort. So it was kind of an, an experiment in a way because I had no idea what my audience was going to be. And and when I first launched my podcast, nobody knew who I was, at least not online. Uh huh. So I was starting from scratch. And so I launched my podcast. And the first week, I had more people listen to my podcast than I had all year come to see me in my office. Right. And that just really started to make me think, wow, this is really interesting. How can I get my brand out there and help people. That's my number one. That's why I became a therapist It's because I want to help people. And I know there are a lot of people who are struggling and a lot of your listeners, Rogers, 
that I know is are struggling in their business, in their finances, in their relationships, and they are stressed. And so that's my driving passion. And then for me to really expand that passion, I have to expand my brand. And my brand is me. Yeah. <laughs> I am my brand. I think a lot of people often forget because they probably work, some people work for a big company. So um, if it's a UK company, they may work for Aviva or for Legal and General or for Boots or for um, whatever it might be. But if you're a, if you're a small business, a lot of the time it, it is you who is the brand and it's you who is putting across your personality and your skills and your work ethics. And, and I think it is really quite important to develop that personal brand. Even if you do work for a, for a bigger company, I think there are advantages for, for putting together a personal brand. And what you've done, um, and this was partly in conjunction with the aforementioned Upreneur community that you mentioned there before, which is a, it's an online community that both you and I are members of. But there was a, a great little app launched onto the internet last year called Periscope. And Periscope is a live streaming app which allows you to project a video of yourself talking to anybody who cares to listen in the world. And that's really what I want to get into, John, because you have used Periscope to take yourself from the, the therapist on the high street to the calm expert around the world. Um, how did you discover Periscope yourself and how did you use it to springboard yourself into the stratosphere, which is which is the way it seems to have been? That is a great question. Well, I mentioned my podcast, so, so that opened mm. my eyes. But Periscope is a whole new world for me. Now, all of a sudden, I don't just use my voice. I use my whole body. People can see me. Uh-huh. And so they can see my personality. And, and they when they see my personality, they can see my heart. And so with Periscope, I actually first kind of accidentally fell into Periscope. I don't even remember how. Back when it first launched, uh, it, the Periscope was not even a year old yet. And it first came out in March of 2015. Uh-huh. And, and so I found it somehow. I stumbled upon it by accident. And I had no idea what it was about. And I thought, I thought people can see me. So if I were to watch them, I thought they could see me. So it's kind of funny. I, I remember holding my phone up. And putting my thumb over the video because I, th- I didn't want people to see me. <laughs> and that was so funny. But I, I realized later it was a one-way live streaming. And so I kind of put it away. And then uh, I guess it was back in August of 2015, I went on it again. And then I saw another therapist talking. And that really opened the door for me because that what if that I had about my podcast the what if came from Periscope. And so I started it. And really, when I first started in Periscope, I didn't really, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to brand or how I wanted to be known by, but I wanted to help people. And, and after a few broadcasts on Periscope, it really came to me that most of the things that I talk about on Periscope and even on my podcast is helping people keep calm. Mm-hmm. And so I I thought, well, why not then brand myself as a therapist, but the calm expert? And ever since I've done that, uh, people are following me specifically because I can help them with stress or anxiety or anger or fear or whatever they're going through in their relationships. And it has put me on fast forward and I'm loving it. And Roger, I'm not even sure if you knew this. I am now speaking as a speaker at the Periscope Summit in San Francisco next week. Yep, I knew that. And 
it's amazing. And um, I'm really proud of you, John, for, uh, for, for getting all that way so quickly. And just to give everybody who's listening a little bit of background who may not know exactly how Periscope works, it's a live streaming app, as we've already said, and anybody can use it to broadcast themselves talking to the world. And, and what's quite neat about it is that um, if you follow somebody in the same way as you would follow, follow them on Twitter, it will ping you uh, an alert if somebody you're following goes online so of course if you go online i get a little alert on my phone that says the calm expert is now live and that means i can turn my phone on click on the on the um, phone and, and immediately see yourself john cordray the calm expert giving your latest advice on whatever that day's subject might be but you've used periscope so well so quickly and created an audience for yourself and, and in, an international audience at that that you have drawn attention to yourself so that the actual creators of Periscope have invited you to speak at their second Periscope Summit. So that's a massive achievement in what is, what, five, six six months maximum. Yeah, well, when I, when I first started Periscope in September, yeah, so uh-huh. it's been, uh, been less than that. So it, it has been amazing. And, you know, one of the things that helped me with branding is with Periscope, it's, it's, it's live one-way streaming but it's instant. Yeah. So I, as me or you as a broadcaster where people can watch me, they can they can also interact with me. Mm-hmm. And so they can make little comments. They can tap on their, sc- their phone screen and give me hearts. And so they can ask me questions and then I can answer them in real time. Yeah. And that's that's what's exciting about Periscope is because someone may not go to a therapist or, or they don't want to or they don't have time to. But when they see me come on, they know I'm a therapist. And so they might ask, hey, what do I do in this situation? And in real time, I can give them some encouragement and some hope. And that's what people are attracted to. And that's I'm really, really excited. And I would encourage anybody to at least look into Periscope as a way of really uh, creating that brand, that personal brand for whatever it is that you're interested in doing. And what are you going to be talking about at the Periscope Summit? Because obviously this is a this is a major event. Um, I think the first one they did was about six months ago, and that was in New York, and that was a massive event. I remember seeing it, that on television. And there'll be quite some heavyweight people. Uh, Alex Pettit's going to be there, I think, and, and, and other yes. Periscope uh, celebrities. And, of course, you're a, a Periscope celebrity yourself. What have they asked you to talk about, John? Well, actually, they've they've now asked me to speak two different times, and I'm really excited about that. Uh, one of one of the topics is helping new people who are interested in doing periscoping, but they're a little nervous, they're afraid, uh-huh. uh, maybe have anxiety over speaking in front of people because it is a lot like uh, public speaking. Yeah. It's different, but in a lot of ways, it's very similar. So I'm going to be giving some tips and some advice on what someone can do to overcome their fear and just go ahead and hit uh, the, the start broadcast button on the broadcast. And so that's my first topic. My, my second talk is going to be how to deal with the negativity that's on social media. Okay. People who are bullies, people who kind of get on there to get you down and they're negative. Uh, how trolls, in other words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we call them trolls, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yes. The, the, this is a this is great stuff, and, and and it really does go to show that in a very short period of time, using a social media app, you've been able to create a personal brand which is international, and that's one of the things I really want people who are listening to the Ampath podcast today to to have a real think about, because sometimes it's easy to think, oh, social media is just one of the latest fads, or there's so many of these different apps popping up. Which one should I use? Should I even bother with any of them? And it just goes to show that if you find yourself a nice little niche and you put a little bit of work into it, all of a sudden you can become well known across the entire world. Um, and even if your ambition isn't to get, get as, as far as that, you know, you could focus your attention on a smaller niche within your home country and use this technology to create a personal brand for yourself. And that's really why I wanted to get you on the podcast today, John, to, to let everybody hear your story. And hopefully they'll gain a little bit of motivation from that and maybe give themselves a bit of a kickstart for thinking about how they might be able to do it for themselves. Absolutely. And I, I would encourage anybody to at least look into it. Be Have that curiosity, the what if. You know, if, if you have a listener who maybe are, is trying to figure out their own brand or a business, or like you said, maybe maybe it's a, it's a small brick and mortar business, mm-hmm. but they're wondering, how can I maybe attract other people? One of the things with Periscope, it has a location finder. Yeah. So you can... Actually, let's say you're in a store and you own a business or a restaurant or, or whatever, and you want customers or clients to come to your place of business. Yeah. You can do a Periscope right inside and let people know your address, and you can have them and talk about whatever it is that you're wanting to sell, and they can come and find you from Periscope. I've actually had clients do that. Believe it or not, <laughs> I, I, I've had people come to see me in my private practice and they've, they're in a different state uh, uh, in, uh, or near St. Louis, but they said, I came to you, I want you to be my therapist because I watched your last Periscope and what you said was exactly what I needed. Wow, you know, I had no idea. I, I wasn't using Periscope for that reason. I wanted to help people, like you said, all of the world. Uh-huh. But it also is very helpful for localized businesses as well. And I don't know if too many people know about that. I think it's I think it's one of those things that people are starting to stumble across, isn't it? And uh, again, in the United Kingdom, we do tend to lag a little bit behind what's happening in the States. Periscope is probably not taken off as much as it has in the United States, but uh, there are people, and I keep pushing away at it, and eventually I think it, it, it will take off quite, quite remarkably. So whilst you're on, John, I think the other thing I wanted to talk to you about was um, obviously the therapist part of what you're doing. And uh, I've already had a podcast about how you can stay healthy in the office and how you can eat better and, and how you can maybe get a bit of exercise in. But of course, financial services, like any job, can be really quite stressful. And obviously in the United Kingdom, we have a lot of bureaucracy to put up with, a lot of compliance, a lot of regulation. We're all under deadlines. We've all got targets to meet. Uh, you know, our boss wants us to do this. Our boss wants us to do that. And I thought it would be really useful to get some tips from the CARM expert. What would you say are the, the top tips that you would give to your um, clients how to stay stress-free in the work environment? That is a great question and a question that I hear often, uh-huh. uh, either on my podcast or Periscope or even in my office. Yeah. People come to see me because they are so stressed. Yeah. And I think, if I remember right, I think uh, stress, that one word was the, 
the 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 most used or googled word in 2015. Wow. How do I overcome my stress? And it is something that is stress is affects everybody. I don't care who you are, where you live, how much money you have or how little money you have, it's going to affect you. Mm-hmm. And so if you're at a job and you're stuck at this job, your nine to five job and you're stressed or you have to meet certain deadlines, I want, here's some of the things I would encourage your listeners uh, to really pay attention to. One is remember your emotions. Think of your emotions as a muscle, Uh just like our physical body and our physical muscles. Think of your emotions as a muscle and you have to work on them. Mm -hmm. And so if you're stressed, what are some things that you can do to help your mind? So taking a, you you mentioned uh, before, taking a break is so important. I have clients that that talk to me and they say well no i have to have this deadline so that means i have to work through lunch and i can't take a break no that's the worst thing that you can do because you it may seem like you're going to be productive because you're going to work through your lunch but eventually when your body is going to wear down your emotions are going to wear down and you're not going to be as productive so you've got to build in some breaks in your business world in your business day so if you don't do that, if you don't take a lunch, then you need to take your full lunch. Or if you need to go out for a walk, take a walk because your mental state is so important. It will uh, either ruin your day or make your day. And so you've got to pay some attention to it, just like you would your your physical body. And then uh, the other thing I would say is you um, really try to think of the positive in your day rather than your negative. Mm-hmm. When we when we focus on the negative and, and it's not it's really easy. It's not that hard to think of the negatives in our life. <laughs> yeah. We have negatives in our life. So it's easy to focus on them. Oh, man, I, I, I hate my job or I, I don't like the situation or I have to meet this deadline or I hate my boss. I hate my coworker. Yeah. So it's easy to focus on the negative. So what I'm going to say is to work that emotional muscle and really, really work on the positive. What Find the good in your day. Find the good in that moment. Because if you don't, you're going to allow that negativity to, to run your day. And, and if that negativity runs your day, it's going to ruin your day. And then what happens when you are stressed all the time, you're likely going to be depressed or anxious or both. And if you, if you get to that point, you're going to be a negative person. And then it becomes your your cynical person. And so you've got to work on really focus on the positives in your day. And I I always tell people, don't just think about them, write them down, write them down, make a list. And it's okay if if you if you uh, on a piece of paper, draw a large T right down the middle. I Mm -hmm. call this a T chart, right? On one side of the T, you go ahead and write down all the thoughts and the feelings that are negative and that you're thinking of. Just write them down. But on the other side, write down what is true, what is positive to counter those negative thoughts. And if you can get in the habit of working that emotional muscle, it will help reduce your stress. You you are the one in charge of your body, not your emotions. Yeah. And so once you are able to realize that, then you're going to be able to be in control. You're going to be able to have confidence to face whatever is in front of you, whatever stress. So the big three, and, and I know you said you brought someone else on to talk about this, but it's so true. The big three 
is what you eat, your diet, the food that you put in your mouth. Mm-hmm. It's sleep. You've got to get enough sleep. And then you need to work on uh, your emotions. Yeah. So it's if you think of the three dimensions, the, the mind, the spirit, and the body. That's some really good advice, and, and it resonates really well with me, John. And uh, you know, when it, even when I was managing director of a, uh, I was managing director of a company in, in the UK called Bright Grey. Even when I was managing director, I would always go out for a walk at lunchtime for forty minutes for an hour. I had a personal assistant, which was really quite useful, and she was so good at making sure that nobody was allowed to have a meeting with me over the, over that hour. And I would always go. I had about four little routes that I would walk around Edinburgh. So one day it might be down Princes Street, the other day it might be through Queen Street Gardens, whatever it was. But I always had that escape at lunchtime. And honestly, that that's that was one of the ways I used to get through the day. I have to say, I think the other thing, and this is the yoga teacher talking in me as well, is breathing properly i think a lot of people rush around from one place to another you know it's very <laughs> very shallow breaths very short breaths and you really need to stop and and slow everything down and breathe really deeply and i often find that even just doing that and being aware of your breath and slowing it down can make you feel a lot calmer and a lot less stressed than if you're rushing from one place to another and not taking in enough air that's exactly right. Yeah, breathing is so important. And you hear people say that before, you know, just just breathe, just breathe. But what does that mean? Yeah. It's like we are, I am breathing. You're, <laughs> you're doing it the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you want to calm down, you, when you're stressed, your mind is racing. And sometimes your heart is racing too. And so your blood pressure is up mm-hmm. when you're stressed. And so you, or you might be pacing back and forth and you're restless. What you have to do is you have to slow everything down. You got to slow your your mind down. You got to slow your heart rate down and bring your blood pressure down. And you do that by breathing. It's it's slow. I, I, it's called uh, diaphragmatic breathing. That's it. So you're you're breathing from your stomach basically, mm-hmm. and it's really quickly. Do, do you have a second? I'll, I'll tell you exactly how to do it. It's very very easy. Go for it. And, and, okay. Well. I think of uh, think of smell the flowers, blow out the candles. Right. Okay. So you smell the flowers with your nose. So you you with your mouth shut. So you close your mouth. You inhale deeply through your nose. Hold your breath for about two seconds, and then blow out your mouth like you're going to blow out a candle. So it's it's a very slow and uh, intentional breathing. And I say, do that at least eight times in a row. Do it nice and slow. And once you're able to do that, you're going to be centered and in the moment. And when you're in the moment, you're grounded. And when you're grounded, you're calm. And that's what you need to work on. So think of smell the flowers, blow out the candles. And that will do wonders for your stress. Smell the flowers and blow out the candles. Do you know, it never ceases to amaze me, this podcasting lark. I always learn something. Every single conversation I have with whoever it is who appears on the podcast, I always learn something, whether it's a little uh, soundbite like that or a whole um, area to explore. It's just fantastic. It's really good to have had you on the show and to hear things like that, John. It's been great to talk to you. Well, I really appreciate the opportunity. And I just want to encourage everybody who's listening, you 
you can keep calm. You can. You have to be mindful and you are in charge. Just remember that. John, that's been an absolutely fascinating chat. As I said at the start, a little bit left field. We've talked about building a personal brand using social media, specifically in your um, example, using Periscope, a live video streaming app. And we've really tapped into your experience as a, as a therapist to give us some ideas as to how to stay stress-free at work. Before we go, I always like to finish the Empath Podcast with a quick-fire round of business questions, which I'll adapt slightly to the fact that you're not actually a financial services person, but I'm sure that as a consumer, you do have contact with some financial services companies. So the first question, John, is if there was one thing that you'd change about the financial services industry, and of course this is in the States in your instance, if somebody gave you a magic want to wave what would it be hmm. that is a great question and i would say i we need to become smarter with our finances yeah whether it's investments or our own personal budgets and so if i had a magic wand i would i would wave it on over people and and help educate them we need to be educated we need to be smart with our money we need to be smart with our finances and so uh, I would wave this wand and say, let's learn how to be smart investors, how to be smart uh, with our own family budget. Because I think if we can do that, that's going to help reduce the stress. What's the one business model, or it could be a product or a campaign, that's caught your attention in the last year? Tell us what it was and what you liked about it. Yeah, what caught my attention, uh, I know we've already mentioned this earlier, uh, and that is with Youpreneur. Yeah. And, th and here's why. When I started my podcast and, and when I started Periscope, I was on my own. I was by myself. And I knew what I wanted to do. I knew where I wanted to go, but I didn't know how to get there. And with Chris Ducker, uh, what he has uh, created with Youpreneur, it is for people who are entrepreneurs, who have the idea, they have the passion, but they need a little bit of motivation and encouragement and direction. And so that is a business model not only do I uh, I really respect, but I'm a member of it. Yeah. So I'm on the inside. You and I are members. That's how we met. Indeed. So I would say, for me, the business model that really um, motivates me every day is the Youpreneur community with Chris Ducker. I would have to agree with that, John. And I think I know the answer to the next question, but I'll ask it anyway. Tell us about an app or a gadget that's made a huge difference to your working life. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? I do. It is, it is Periscope, bar none. It is free. Anybody can get it as long as you have an iPhone or an Android, a smartphone of some sort, or an iPad. You can have this app and start today, and it's free. So that, by far, for me, has propelled me into an international, uh, all of the world, be able to express my, my brand, the Keep Calm brand, and it's been phenomenal. And finally, John, what's the best business book that you've ever read? Tell us why you like it so much and what you took from it. Man, I've, that's, okay, this is a hard one because there's so many of them, but can I just share the one that I read the most recently? Of course. And it's been really impactful for me, and, and it's not a new book, so it's an oldie but goodie. And it's by Robert uh, Kiyosaki, and it's the, the Rich Dad's Cash Flow Quadrants. Okay. Uh, he wrote the Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it's about uh, investing and, and investing wisely. And uh, I just, I really like it. I don't know if I'll achieve what he has achieved, 
but I love his model and his ethics and his character. And uh, I just, I really, really like that book. Fantastic, John. Thanks for those great answers. And before we sign off, please tell everyone who's listening to the Empath Podcast today, what's the best way that they can get in touch with you? Uh, the best social media yep. um, would be Twitter and Periscope. Uh, but I'm all across all social media, they can find me at John P. Cordray. Or they can go to my website at johncordray.com. And of course, I'll provide links to those contact details and links to Chris Ducker's Upreneur community in the show notes for this episode, which you can find, as always, at rogeredwards.co.uk. That's rogeredwards.co.uk. If you enjoyed listening to this episode of the podcast, do please share it with at least one colleague or at least one friend. Building the audience helps me to attract more excellent guests who can share their insights and their ideas with you. John, thank you so much for talking to me today. It's been great to catch up with you. It's been great to put a face to a voice. Of course, everybody who's listening to this is um, listening to the audio, but we have watched each other on video, so we know what each other looks like. Let me wish you every success for the future, and I hope finally one day to meet you in person. We will certainly do that. I'll look forward to that. Thank you so much, Roger. For listening to the Marketing Protection and Finance Podcast. Do please look at the show notes at rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash MPAF for links to the apps and topics and books we discussed. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review on iTunes. Simply visit rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash iTunes and leave a review. If you are a provider or advisor or journalist and you have a product, campaign or business model you'd like to talk about, please get in touch. You can be the next guest on the show. And do remember, nothing we talk about on the show is financial advice of any kind. It's all just thoughts and opinions, okay? <laughs>